Champaign, Illinois native Emily Harrington coming to you from Kitchen Table Studios in the ever-evolving, sometimes boring, flatlands of Champaign-Urbana for the next podcast episode of Hyperlocals, where townies and transplants share their tales of tears and triumphs, losses and wins, so stay tuned to catch the characters behind the beloved Twin Cities of CU. Hello, everybody, and welcome to the next episode of the Hyper Locals podcast. My name is Emily, and I'm here with an old friend, Central High School O2 grad, Daniel Thurston. Hi, Dan. Old friend. Hello. Awesome to be here. Super, super delighted to be here. Dan has put me off one, two, three times. (laughs) I couldn't hide any longer. You've got me nailed in. The help of his wife, I have packed up my stuff, brought it to Wisconsin. He put me off yesterday, and I think she has friendly encouraged him to do this podcast is that correct it's pretty accurate okay it's pretty accurate i was gonna do it no matter what and i feel bad you brought all your stuff up here and now i've got you cornered that's right we're in a big house in wisconsin and not ideal conditions but we're gonna make it work we're under the gun here i have interviewed katie binky about her father's diagnosis with early onset alzheimer's and we mentioned another person that was with him in his care and that was actually dan thurston's dad and that's what the story is today correct dan yes can you tell me about your dad oh where do i start (laughs) his name was paul (laughs) paul senior right paul senior and he was an academic, is that correct? Absolutely, yep. He was a professor at the University of Illinois. Okay. OEL is the, is the department. It's Organizational Educational Leadership. So okay. basically to be a superintendent or a principal, you went through one of his rigorous courses. Okay. Um, but just absolute dedication to his craft. And what I remember most is probably the time he spent with us, you know, basketball coach, baseball coach everything else in between it was never really absent but you could see he worked you know he worked his ass off and he had a little office in the garage Aww. we probably spent three hours there a night like when, when we're all sleeping so and he raised how many kids i'm the youngest of four you're yeah. the youngest of four i got an older sister rachel who's 10 years older than me paul is eight years so older paul than jr me paul jr and mike uh, who's four years older than me okay was your dad a tough dad um, he had high expectations for sure. Like, but he wasn't, you know, he was not tough to, to the point where you, you know, you heard a, a belt crack or something and, mm-hmm. and turn around. He was not physically like tough on us, but he, he definitely had a, a high bar. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That you all met in my opinion. Yeah, well, thank you. Thank you. Um, and, um, this pays off in terms of your parenting. Cause I see what a great dad you are. Uh, it's nice of you to say that yeah, we got our hands full right now with four right. of our own, but yeah, so definitely take a lot of what he instilled in us and pass it right on along. So, he was married to your mom, Kathy. That's right. You know, it's kind of sad. They almost made it to 50 years, but right, oh, just, really? just shy of 50. Yep. August was going to be their anniversary, and he passed in April, April 30th. April 30th of what year? Um, this would have been the second year, so I'm going to say 2020. Okay. Before the pandemic? Kind of right as it was kicking off. I remember 
you know, pretty vividly remember shooting down there and, and trying to make it down in time. And it was probably three months into the pandemic. And I know there was a lot of concerns about it in, in nursing homes and stuff yeah. during that time. But Did you have to have a abbreviated funeral because of the pandemic? They were kind of coming out of it at St. Matthew's and okay. they let us have a small gathering of family only. Okay. So it was pretty special to be able to have that, obviously. So tell um, me in the course of your history with your dad, when you noticed something was amiss. In retrospect, having been around it more and be f- more familiar and meeting a lot of people, you didn't really realize how many people are affected by this. That's exactly what Katie said. Yeah, it's pretty early and pretty gradual on this. Well, very early, very gradual on the scope of things. Okay. You know I mean, especially I had a, he had a younger brother who was kind of the complete opposite here. Just recently, last year, it was very late and very drastic. Oh, very so aggressive. Kind okay. Of like what I would think is a polar opposite to the condition. Were you in high um, school? But I would say really like college, you know, be just little things kind of forgetting and uh, forgetting how to play certain games. We, you know, we were on a trip and one thing that stood out to me, we were in Costa Rica together and we'd kind of forget the rules gradually as playing a game of dominoes. Oh, interesting. Stuff like that, yeah. But his character was always there in the recognition. <laughs> One of the things Dan was hesitant, I think, to do this, and I'm not sure why you were hesitant, but is it because you get emotional? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, Dan. It's okay. It's okay. Okay. So he would start to forget the rules of games. Things that were very black and white for him before became right. more difficult. Right. And did your mom encourage him to go see someone? Yeah, I mean, my mom was amazing. If you don't know her, she's all over it. She from is the every strongest. Such a strong character, and willed her way through this whole thing. But they were seeing people really early on, and it was pretty clear what it was. And she just held on. <laughs> it's all right. It's okay. So she took your dad to get help. Did he recognize in himself that something wasn't right? Yeah, there's actually a pretty vivid story I remember kind of pointing to that so Dan is one of four and this is the patriarch of the family everyone looked up to him he was well known in our town strong man and Dan is trying to communicate his story and he was hesitant to do this because he was going to get emotional it's hard to you know go through it you kind of just go through it one of the hardest things is I probably had like a hundred goodbyes with him which was cool Uh but hard you know Uh and Every time you saw him, you said goodbye mm-hmm. because you didn't know the next time. Exactly. God, we got some great moments with the younger kids and some smiles. And, you know, what I was getting around to was that moment. Um, this is Christmas. The, the Christmas. And it was, it was a story uh, my mom told, but it, it was it hit me hard because I can only imagine. Were you um, there for this Christmas I wasn't there, moment? but I, I can picture okay. it all in my mind. So, you know, it's just very clear to me that he would always make this, this really nice deal about at Christmas. He would hand out handwritten cards Aww. himself. He just forgot oh. he, to write the cards to, to, to do anything for Christmas, and he and, and I know he talked to my mom, <laughs> you know, and, and I think that was just kind of the moment where we were, where it all sunk in. Okay, so he would come in and out of remembering, forgetting, remembering, forgetting. Yeah, and I hate to say you get used to it, but it, you know, it, it just becomes the norm. Becomes, and I was actually lucky enough to be back in Champagne for kind of a, a pivotal part of it, and crushed me to leave i moved up to minneapolis with his family um, yep we moved up in 2015 2016 and he passed four years later so you know at that point he was in the nursing home but i was actually living at home with him for a couple of years which i cherish you know mm-hmm. i was there with him i had a dog and we were you know walk the dog all the time didn't say a lot but the eyes 
spoke volumes, you know. Mm. Did all of your kids get to meet your dad? All of them, except for Vivian, our youngest. Okay. So the three older got to meet him. And during that time, do you think they got to see your dad as he was or glimpses? Oh, no. Yeah. Just just glimpses. Yeah. They're they're so young, too. that It's hard. I think the only of our side of the family, my my sister with the older girls, she had uh, Sarah, who's who's now 20 in college, and Mar, and are probably the only ones on our side that really have got to see him for who he was and Mm. play cards with him and and, uh, interact with him and remember him. Can you tell me about your goodbye with your dad? So periodically you'd come back from Minnesota Mm -hmm. to kind of check in on your mom, see your dad's progress, Mm -hmm. keep saying your goodbyes because you don't know if this is the last time. Do you see things progressively get worse or is it instant? Definitely no. Towards the end it's hit or miss on a good day or a bad day. Okay. But what I would do is just try to soak up as much time as you could, get the kids cracking up. You know, I had some really funny memories with Luke and the way he responds to, to young Luke and the way he was throwing the ball around. He just, you could see the recognition in his eyes like he knew it was his grandson. Oh, like a little Dan. Yeah. 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 So you um, would bring the moments, kids. Bring the kids to that, to that Willowbrook. Okay. Uh, yep. And that's where I got to kind of know um, Katie's dad, you know, and, yeah. and spend some time with him too, which is obviously he's an amazing guy and just heart goes out to that family and, and what they had to go through. But what an amazing man he was and got to yuck it up with him quite a bit. Had some funny moments over there. Do you get to get your dad to laugh during these times? Absolutely. Oh, you can. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Those are the moments that mean the most, you know, because you, yeah, he's there. Right. Yeah. He's there. So tell me about the last time you saw him. Were Mm. you alone? Were you with your mom? And I actually don't really specifically know. The night I didn't quite make it there. Okay. I was about to miss it by about two hours. So I didn't get to see him before he passed on on April 30th. And your mom and calls you and f- says things are going downhill. Yeah, she's you know this is this is pretty much it. Get down here. So we all hauled ass and who made I it? I was the f- everybody but me made it unfortunately. Oh, but I'm, I'm glad they did. And I was with them probably four or five months ago. So so you did get to say, goodbye. To say goodbye to him at that point. What scares you about this disease? Early onset Alzheimer's or Alzheimer's in oh, general? Just the genetic part of it. It's just terrifying. You know, I mentioned that he has a a brother, and actually my only memory of his dad, uh, my grandpa was him yelling at me and he had obviously had alzheimer's your dad's dad yeah had alzheimer's yeah and he passed probably when i was about six years old okay you know i was in playing with some dinosaurs or something and he didn't recognize me and yet you know yell at me for playing with the toys obviously you know you know better now and that's not who he was at all and you hear the stories but there's a pretty big genetic component to it that's that's obviously a little terrifying and your dad is one of how many boys four he's um Second oldest, you know, a little brother named Gary. Okay. Passed away a couple of years ago as well. From? Actually, just, no, not from Alzheimer's. Okay. Yep. And he has, a, the one surviving is the youngest. His name is Lloyd. He lives out in Colorado right now. Okay, but so yeah. we've got your dad's dad, your grandpa, yep. four boys, two had Alzheimer's. Yep. And now we have three boys in the Thurston family. And have you guys talked about the genetic component? Yeah, we talk about it. I think the way we deal things is probably by joking about it. So yeah. we make fun of each other a lot for our quote-unquote Alzheimer's moments, but we don't necessarily have a cohesive plan or attack strategy. The it, one thing about Dan is he you never know if he's being serious or joking. <laughs> um, I always feel like a ball's going to come flying at my face at any minute. Like You just don't know what you're going to get with you, but you have the biggest, sweetest heart, and I know that about you. So when I ask if you guys have talked about it and you say you handle it with humor, Mm -hmm. I can see that, but is this a genuine concern? Oh, it's life or death, right? And that's why I I get so emotional about it, because it's 
it's hard to put words to the biggest fears of your life is yeah. death, right? That's honestly why I've been putting you off for so long. It's like, do I want to get on this podcast and talk about mortality? I mean, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's deep, deep stuff. So you worry about yourself getting this? Sure. Yeah. Is there any way you can prevent this or be proactive well, I think about it? The biggest it? question is, do you want to know? Yeah. I mean, I think I kind of do. Yeah. But I can see what happens if I go through some tests and no, I know I have it. Is the rest of my life kind of clouded by that? Clouded. And, so you'd rather not know? I think for now, I mean, I'm feeling older, right? I'm 38. I'm getting up there. I think I would like to put the decision off till my 40s, right? Okay. And maybe I'm kicking the can down the road, but. Can you get tested for this? There's some genetic things there you can do. are. Yeah. Have your brothers done that? Nobody in my family that I know of has done it. So when you approach your 40s or get in your 40s, you may decide to do it. Yeah. But there's nothing you can do about it. I mean, there's a lot of studies about diet and, and exercise that okay. are very relevant, like the Mediterranean diet. Okay. Fair amount of exercise. Yeah. Certain brain activities. And my dad was doing that up until he couldn't anymore. I've been solitaire and... Um, you know, what's that word search? You know, those kind of stuff Sudoku. are really good. So brain yeah. teasers. Exactly. Okay. Keep the brain active. Keep your body healthy. And so that is proven to help. Yep. Okay. Okay. Interesting. Okay. So when you lose your keys, you forget something. <laughs> do you blame it on having four kids or do you start to question yourself? I haven't gotten to the point where I'm questioning myself on, the, okay. on a serious level. We're all forgetful. And I think. Mm-hmm sometimes more than others so yeah I think my lifestyle is pretty crazy and hectic and I'm gonna chalk it up to that for now okay does Ashley do you think she's got a pulse on it that's his wife yes you do yeah, I think she's got a good pulse on me how did your mom tell you about your dad's diagnosis I don't remember there being a, a, a specific moment where she you know told us like I said she was all over it from the start and okay. we all kind of saw the signs and it was very gradual over a probably a course of five years even okay we, you know we were fortunate enough to have him at home with a diagnosed alzheimer's okay for a good chunk of time at some point she had to get help she was beyond that point when when she finally did but did your dad was there anger or wandering off or any of the mm -hmm. there was yeah there's a football game we lost him for a little bit had to get the sheriff involved at a line game yeah he walked away we were missing him for a few hours and they little found stuff him. like that and they found him and it just got to a point where it was just too much for my mom you know so yeah god bless her she like i said got did as got, best she could for the longest she could absolutely that's another part that just kills me it's like you know you wonder what else you could have done and but nothing yeah you know what i mean yeah yeah i know but How? when it's your dad you just like you know you always think you could do more you, you look at them as the strongest smartest most powerful people yeah the people that brought you up and yeah molded you how is your mom doing today? I think she's doing great. She's a rock star. She just had her second shoulder surgery and mm -hmm. got through it. So, and luckily those went well. Okay, um, good. But, you know, again, I'm so far away. I wish I was closer to tap in more often. Yeah. You know, all of her kids live she, in different states. Yeah, we're all over the place. So Chicago, Milwaukee, Indianapolis, Minneapolis. At least we're pretty Midwest. Yes, regional. central. Yeah. She gets to see my sister a lot, but you know, never enough. Well, I talked about looking at your parents as these powerful smart authority figures and you saw your dad at his weakest and you saw your dad at his best how do you want to remember your dad when you think oh, yeah. back what do you see i see coach yeah dan do you think there'll ever be a time when you can talk about it without getting sad no <laughs> no, I, no 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 i mean the adoration you have for your dad is so palpable 
But it's yeah. so great that you see him in such a good light, Dan. There's, yeah, I mean, that's it's life, right? There's a saying about when you lose your dad, you become something different to your own kids, and that's how it feels, you know? It's just, it's a new phase. We all go through it. We lose people that are close to us. It's life. It's death. It's, I don't know, but I, like, to your point, I, I think just seeing the, there's so, so many positive things. Like, well, I can't, I can't mow my yard without thinking of them. I can't do anything in the yard without thinking of them. <laughs> They're happy moments, like, you know? You don't see any negative. You know what I mean? No. Yeah. You no, only remember the good, which is the best part of this. For sure. For sure. And it's special, like, just kind of as I'm raising really young kids and I'm spending time with them, I just kind of think back, what would my dad do here? Yeah. So, and it's guiding me. That was my next question. How has he influenced you as a father? Just that. Yeah, I think about it all the time. How would he do this? Yeah. And I get a much clearer answer or direction. Yeah. So. And Dan's such a great dad. He really is. Oh, thanks, Emily. Well, that's all I'm going to get because <laughs> this has been hard for you and you knew okay. it was going to be. Yeah. Are you glad you did it? Sure. No, I think it's all it's all good. I hope I gave your, your viewers something to listen to. I, I think so. I, uh, I didn't want to make you sad, though. Are they happy it, tears at all? Oh, yeah. hundred percent. That's what brings the tears is just the joy. And the, well, I mean, the only thing I can say is that he has turned you into such a good man and such a good father. Thank you, Emily. But I'm serious, Dan. I'm not joking. I know. Okay. Do you? you? I do. Yeah. Okay. We love you. I love what you're doing with the podcast, by the way. You've had some, some really great stuff, and you're obviously natural. So well, thank keep you up for the great doing work. This. Yes. This was a Happy tough to get. It. Okay. You we love me. you. We love All your right. family. Love you too. Take care. Thank you, guys. Thank you so much for listening. However, your podcast host of choice allows, please positively rate, review, comment, and give all the stars. Don't forget to follow, subscribe, share, and ring that notification bell so you know when the next episode drops. Also, search and follow HyperLocalCU on all social media. If I forgot anything or you need me, visit my website at HyperLocalCU.com. Bye!